Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Clear skies, upper 20s to low 30s around the D.C. area for tomorrow morning, along with light winds, so not expecting any wind chills for tomorrow. The afternoon, we'll get increasing clouds, showers after sunset, likely starting late evening into the overnight. A good steady rain into early Saturday morning, then it goes away by Saturday at lunchtime. I'm 7 News, meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Solar Weather Center. Manassas 36, Metro Center at 44, and Frederick, Maryland 37 degrees. We could be down to 24 overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here, a big sigh of relief for federal workers in the area and contractors as the Senate passes a short-term government funding bill, sending it on to President Biden. No shutdown this weekend. There were some tense hours as Maryland's State House was placed on lockdown Thursday night. I'm Kate Ryan. No bond for the man accused in a chaotic chase across Maryland. He was having a mental health crisis. I'm Scott Gelman. New details in a deadly shooting in Landover that left an 11-year-old girl dead. I'm Mike Marilla. We will review Dune Part 2. 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Shutdown averted in Washington. The Senate just passed a short-term spending bill, also okayed by the House today, to extend funding deadlines and keep the government open another few weeks. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. The vote tonight is a strong indication that we can work in a bipartisan way to get those bills passed. And we hope to finish funding all of the government by March 22nd. That is the commitment the Speaker made with us yesterday, and we're counting on him to follow through. Wildfires keep spreading in Texas, but CBS's Dave Malkoff tells us more help is on the way. While they're still assessing the damage here in Fritch, these wildfires have now grown so large that a federal team is on its way to take over operations starting tomorrow morning. So far, at least two people have died in these fires. Both President Biden and former President Trump visited the southern border today in Texas and held dueling events addressing immigration issues. Biden in Brownsville urging Congress to pass legislation to beef up security there. They desperately need more resources, need more agents, more officers, more judges, more equipment in order to secure our border. Folks, it's time for us to move on this. We can't wait any longer. CBS's Camilo Montoya Galvez followed President Trump's visit. Here in Eagle Pass, former President Donald Trump said that President Biden is directly at fault for the record levels of illegal crossings here over the past three years. He also cited recent examples of immigrants living in the country illegally, committing very serious crimes, including the murder of that Georgia nursing student. The 22-year-old was killed by a Venezuelan migrant. Alabama lawmakers are rushing to resume IVF services. Republicans in deeply red Alabama have quickly passed legislation to protect those who provide in vitro fertilization services from illegal action after the state Supreme Court ruled frozen embryos are children. Barbara Kalura is president of the National Infertility Association, also known as Resolve. These legislators need to see the faces and stories of people with infertility because that will inform how they move forward. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey is expected to sign the IVF protection bill into law. Jim Crisilda, CBS News. Well, first it was heavy rain, and now people are bracing for blizzards in Northern California. CBS's Carter Evans is in Truckee. Now that that blizzard warning is officially kicking in, people are taking this pretty seriously. I was talking to people last night. This storm is all that people were talking about. There are people at the grocery store preparing. 
Parts of the mountains near Lake Tahoe could see up to 10 feet of snow by this weekend, but lower elevations could still see about a foot. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 903 on WTOP. It's Thursday night, February 29th, 2024. Manassas at 36 degrees. Some of us down to the mid-20s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Earlier, quite a scene with police had having guns drawn appearing at Maryland's historic state house in Annapolis as the historic seat of state government was put on a lockdown this evening and early afternoon. Let's hear now uh, the latest from WTOP's Kate Ryan on what happened tonight in Annapolis. It started around 5 o'clock, according to Bernie Bennett with Annapolis Police. He says an anonymous man called police saying he'd be in Annapolis with weapons and that he wanted to speak with someone in government. He never specified who and never specified when and where he'd be showing up. Inside committee rooms and the state house, lawmakers and reporters like Brian Sears with Maryland Matters were told to lock the doors, remain quiet and shelter in place. Sears said people started texting their loved ones. This is, you know, five, six years removed from the uh, the shooting at the Annapolis Capitol. Um, and there are a number of us who remember that day very well. That was the Capitol Gazette newspaper where five people were killed by a gunman. In this case, police scoured the state house and state office complex grounds in Annapolis. And just before 7 p.m., they declared an all clear. Governor Westmore posted on X that his family is grateful to the Capitol, State, Annapolis, and Anne Arundel County Police who secured the area. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now 904. The man accused of using a stolen Maryland Highway help truck to lead police on a chase was having a psychotic episode at the time of the incident. That is the argument from the man's lawyer. Thirteen cars were uh, smashed into that night. As this person was trying to get away, WTOP Scott Gelman was in court to see and hear what happened. Judge Holly Reed is calling the incident one of the most extreme dangers that he's seen in the community, maybe ever. Here at Montgomery County District Court, he said that's why he's ordering Flavio Cesar Lanuza to be held without bond. Quite candidly, I think that, that might have been the reaction of many of the people in the community. But Lanuza's lawyer, Maria Mena, said he started pacing and changed his behavior in the week before the incident. She argued he was having a mental health breakdown and should be at a mental health facility. The problem today is so many people do not understand what mental health is. But prosecutors said Lanuza remains a danger to the community in part because of how he acted while driving the stolen truck. You saw him hit various cars. It was like as if a tank was hitting some of these smaller vehicles. In Rockville, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now 906. New this evening, we have additional details in a tragic story out of Landover this week. Police say an 11-year-old girl's stepfather is to blame for her untimely death. We're going to get to the bottom of what actually occurred. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says while they don't know the exact motive, what they do know is when officers arrived to the Stansbury Lane home in Landover, they found 11-year-old Malin Turks dead. Her bright future was cut tragically short last night by her stepfather, 38-year-old Curtis Lynch. He says Lynch also shot the girl's mother before turning the gun on himself. Lynch would die from his injuries. The mother was hospitalized in critical condition. County Executive Angela Alsobrook says this case and others show. They're really growing epidemic that we're seeing once again in our community around domestic violence. This is the sixth death of the year linked to domestic violence. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now 907, as we learn new details tonight about the death of a man suspected in a string of shootings and carjackings in our area last month. Body-worn camera footage from New Carrollton Police was just released, showing the moments after police shot and killed him. In releasing the footage, the Maryland Attorney General's office says the two New Carrollton police officers didn't turn on their body-worn cameras until after they'd shot Artel Cunningham. You get it, shot fire, shot fire, and if you're in the two guns. One officer kicked two guns away from Cunningham in the parking lot. The footage does not show any officer attending to Cunningham until after another department arrived. The lead officer from that other agency urged Cunningham, come on, man, as he began chest compression. Cunningham died at the hospital. The AG's office says the investigation into the fatal shooting continues. Neil Oikenstein, WTOP News. The body-worn camera footage is posted at WTOP.com. Now the countdown to cherry blossom season. We have the projected dates for this year's peak bloom of the cherry trees at the Tidal Basin. I won't waste any time. Here are the dates. March 23rd through March 26th. Jeff Reinbald, superintendent of the National Mall for the National Park Service, calls determining the dates a great puzzle. Every year, we take different pieces of data such as long-term forecasts, historical records, and the appearance of the trees. And this year was particularly puzzling, he says, because it was the warmest January on record. Regardless of when the blossoms are open, we have a full month of flowers and festivities. The National Cherry Blossom Festival includes a parade and a kite festival and a kickoff party and lots more. It begins March 20th. Shana Stewin, WTOP News. Festival runs through April 14th. Fairfax Connector bus service suspended once again tomorrow. That makes eight days in a row now the bus service has been suspended because of an ongoing strike. Hundreds of bus operators and mechanics are protesting against their contractor, Transdev, for what their union calls unfair labor practices. Workers are asking for more money, more sick leave, and retirement security. Contract talks are set to resume March 6th. Coming up on WTOP, artificial intelligence could have a negative economic impact on people down the road, but right now it is actually boosting sales. Stay with us on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, and Bob Imler in the traffic center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic is running without delay. In Virginia, work zone is set up on 395 northbound. It is after Washington Boulevard, but right at the on-ramp coming from Route 1 Crystal City, getting on a northbound 395. And you've got the left lane getting by on the ramp and two left lanes getting by uh, along 395 itself and getting past that work zone without delay. On 395 and 95 traveling south, you are good to go. Nothing has set up yet in terms of any work zones uh, farther south on 95. That may change later on, but for now, all lanes are open. And 66 runs well both inside and outside the Beltway. It may be setting up westbound just after the Roslyn Tunnel, though. And southbound 395 in the district on the ramp from the 3rd Street Tunnel to continue south on 395, getting by single file to the left on the ramp. In Maryland, they're working on 270 northbound after 121 Clarksburg. Headed toward 109, single right lane gets by. Southbound approaching 109, also getting by single file to the right. 95 BW Parkway, each doing all right and setting up tonight's work pattern uh, at the Bay Bridge. A little bit of a slowdown on the eastbound side, but just a rolling back up there. The WTOP Newsroom, furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now, enjoy 25% off 
plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Jordan Evans, 7 News First Alert, meteorologist. Tracking that evening forecast, a clear and chilly night. Temperatures falling into the 20s and 30s. Eventually, we're going to have freezing temperatures by early tomorrow. A cold morning for the bus stop. Light winds as well. Then we'll get some more clouds for your Friday afternoon and evening. Rain begins Friday night, but it goes away by Saturday at lunchtime. The rest of the weekend stays dry and more sunshine for your Sunday. Mostly sunny with a high of 65 and warmer temperatures in the 60s for next week. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Chiller Weather Center. Upper Marlboro 34, Woodbridge 38, D.C. 43 degrees. Some of us could be down to the middle 20s tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Artificial intelligence is starting to boost some sales. Computer maker Dell saw better than expected profits in sales. Sales fell less than expected because businesses are updating their equipment to meet AI demand. Dell's higher-powered services needed for AI workloads did better than analysts thought. Best Buy is hoping to see AI boost its sales. The company thinks AI will spur people to upgrade their computers and other equipment this year. It expects the post-pandemic slump in those items to stabilize. New York's Attorney General wants to hear all of New York AT&T customers' complaints. She's investigating last week's wireless outage that the company says was caused by an incorrect procedure when expanding its network. On Wall Street, a little relief turned into records for the Nasdaq and S&P after a key inflation reading came in nowhere worse than expected. The Dow rose 47, the Nasdaq 144, the S&P 27 gains of a tenth to one percent. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Asia Pacific markets are mixed tonight. Australia up a quarter percent, Tokyo stocks two percent higher, but then South Korea's Kospi is down half a percent and Hong Kong, the Hang Seng down half a percent. Well, the last part of Frank Herbert's first Dune novel hits theaters this weekend. It is Dune Part Two. In movie form, the film critic Christian Toto will join us live with a review in just minutes. I know this thing was three hours long, but also expected to kind of jumpstart the box office again. Uh, the best opening weekend domestically is expected. So we'll hear what Christian thought of it next on WTOP. The following is a paid message. I have been driven to my knees many times because there was no place else to go. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and these words were spoken by President Abraham Lincoln. You know, Lincoln is right. Many times in the vicissitudes of life, there simply is no other place to go but to God on our knees. Now, the great news of the Bible is that this is not an empty, fruitless exercise, because the Bible tells us there really is a living God out there and who really is willing to intervene in the affairs of this world on our behalf. But God only commits himself to do this for those who have surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ. Not a sermon, just a thought. For more information on Not a Sermon, Just a Thought, you can check out our website at notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. Coming up here on WTOP, Republican presidential candidates focusing on this part of our region ahead of Super Tuesday next week. That's later this half hour. I lock up my Old Spice Fiji Aluminum Free Dry Spray to keep that 24-7 lasting freshness safe for myself. Fresh coconuts, palm trees in the wind. It's like catching waves in Fiji. Actually, I just talked myself into a refreshing spritz of Fiji. 
my old spices missing? No! Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 9.15, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thank you for being with us. New at the movies this weekend, Dune 2, the conclusion to the science fiction and fantasy saga based on Frank Herbert's first book, starring Timothy Chalamet, of course, Zendaya is in it, Florence Pugh, among others. What if Paul Atreides were still alive? Enough. This must not come out. Even to your father's ears, understand? I do, Reverend Mother. Joining us live with his review, Hollywood in Toto podcast host, Christian Toto. Welcome back, Christian. Nice to hear you here. Uh, the subject matter is so dense. We've talked before. Dune is so complicated, maybe even off-putting for some. But I think one thing that's undeniable is this director has put a lot of thought and hard work into the picture, sending hundreds of crew members out into the desert for both parts one and two. So I would imagine the uh, the care and craftsmanship has at least come through here. It's through the roof. And uh, what Denis Villeneuve has done is really spectacular on many levels. He's taken a book which many deemed uh, impossible to commit to celluloid, and he's done just that. And, you know, you hinted at something as well. This is a heavy story, and it isn't just all the weird names and all the different uh, motivations going on, the different families, the warring tribes, everything that's going on, too. It just feels a bit heavy in its presentation. But having said all that, it is it's just splendid to look at. The sound, the, the score by Hans Zimmer is wonderful. A spectacular cast, including, uh, you know, Zendaya, uh, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, Christopher Walken, an embarrassment of riches. So if you're looking for science fiction that is meaty, that is thoughtful, that is nuanced, that is layered, this is everything you want. It's also the most art house blockbuster you'll ever see. It doesn't follow any cookie cutter pattern. It feels fresh and raw and authentic. And it's just an experience. And again, I think if you like the first movie in the saga, you will love this as well. It's very similar in tone in everything. And having said all that, you know, I grew up watching Star Wars and Star Trek, and there was a, a buoyancy to those stories. And I don't think you need to replicate that all the time. But I, I do wish this was a little bit lighter in, in the way its presentation rolls out. But otherwise, it's a quibble. This is really spectacular filmmaking, and I think people will enjoy it immensely. I uh, don't want to uh, induce eye-rolling among Dune fans, <laughs> but uh, did you know what was going on? I mean, I think that's a key key question sometimes. It's not a bad question at all. You know, it's funny. Before the screening, I... I did bone up a little bit on the first film. I quizzed a friend of mine who was well-versed in all things Dune. It's not the kind of movie you walk into cold. Absolutely. Do some prep work. Do some reading. Get an idea. Maybe rewatch the first one. There's just so much going on. And and I do long for the days of simplistic science fiction names, even like Jar Jar Binks, the Hedgehog <laughs> character, because these names in this movie are a mouthful. I won't even dare to replicate them here. But again – Quibbles, quibbles here and there. This is bravura filmmaking. Uh, we're almost out of time, but uh, worth mentioning that Tyler Perry, veteran filmmaker, has decided to put his new film studio on pause, and it's because he's seeing that artificial intelligence is moving so quickly. You can now type a few words, and suddenly a video is created. I mean, what what kind of new world are we looking at here? He's a bit afraid, and I don't blame him. You know, he's one of the smartest fellows in show business. He's, you know, done it all. He's produced it all. He knows what's happening. And for him to see some of those images and to watch those video clips and think, 
I need to take a knee for now. Uh, don't take that lightly. Listen, I don't think it's going to revolutionize Hollywood tomorrow. I think the human element will still be in charge for quite some time. But yeah, I mean, what we're seeing right now is shocking in a way. And I just think the speed of the improvements is the one thing you can't even predict because what they're doing today may be dwarfed by what they're doing in a year or even less. Oh, thank you, Christian. Good to talk to you. Same. That's uh, Christian Toto live on WTOP, Hollywood in Toto podcast host. He said he has just a few little quibbles with uh, uh, Dune Part 2, but mostly it's an amazing piece of filmmaking. Top stories on WTOP. Congress hitting the snooze button on a partial government shutdown. The Senate tonight passing a stopgap funding bill, sending it on to President Biden. No shutdown this weekend. The all clear has been given for the Maryland State House after an unspecified threat prompted an evacuation and lockdown. And we did learn that Annapolis police did get a call making a threat tonight. President Biden and former President Trump, they both made separate appearances at the U.S.'s southern border in Texas. Keep it here for more. We need to join Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, not a whole lot going on. We do have road work on 270 in Hyattstown tonight. They have set up in both directions near 109, getting by a single file to the right each way. On 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running without delay. 50 to the Bay Bridge, a little bit slow eastbound getting onto the bridge. Down to a single lane in each direction using the westbound span now. The eastbound span is closed for overnight maintenance. And I believe they've started to set up a work zone in Virginia on 66 westbound after the Roslyn Tunnel. Should be getting by single file there. On 395 north at the on-ramp from Route 1 Crystal City. It is the two left lanes getting by the work zone and on the ramp from Route 1 to Crystal City uh, to go from Crystal City onto 395 north. Left lane is getting by. 95 Springfield to Fredericksburg. Uh, without delay, though, I believe they're starting to set up something near 123 as they had last night on 95 South. And uh, things are generally clear in the district on 295. Southbound 3rd Street Tunnel on the ramp that continues on 395. Left lane gets by the work zone on the ramp. Looking for financial stability and growth? Eagle Bank has you covered. Get competitive interest rates on business and personal CD accounts. Call, go online, or visit your local branch to open an account today. Eagle Bank, member FDIC. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Seven News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson here. And especially earlier with that sunshine, it was tempting to head out. But then you got the shock of that cold, <laughs> Veronica. Yes. And I was out there today down at the Tidal Basin. And boy, was it cold. Yeah. Deceptive sunshine is what I call it. You look out the window and you're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And oh, it was cold today. Uh, and it's going to get colder tonight. So under the mainly clear skies and with light winds, our temperatures will be dropping down to 22 to about 32 degrees across the area and climb to about the mid-50s for tomorrow, which isn't bad. That's just slightly above average. Expect clouds, though, to be on the increase for tomorrow. So a pretty start to the day, lots of sunshine. By the time we get to 2, 3 o'clock, you're already mostly cloudy and then overcast for uh, sunset with rain showers showing up about 7 p.m. We'll have rain continuing through Friday night and even Saturday morning. And new information in, now looking like moderate to even periods of heavy heavy rain out of this event when it ends noon to 2 p.m. Saturday looking closer to three quarters to about an inch of rain so again quite a bit is going to fall Friday night uh, not going to get much wind with it on the other side of the system which is good news we'll go from mid 50s on uh, Friday to uh, mid and upper 50s on Saturday and mid 50s for a high temperature on Sunday Sunday's the day you want to get out beautiful skies throughout partly sunny conditions and again light winds expected 
Saturday, once that rain ends, should be also decent weather for heading out for any of your evening plans. Right now, we've got Fort Washington at 42 degrees, Mitchellville at 38, Herndon, Virginia coming in at 40 degrees, and Gainesville now at 38. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up in just a little bit here on WTOP, if I were to ask you which area has more AI jobs, our area or California's Bay Area, what would you say? The surprising answer on the way, 922. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Texting enrolls you in a reoccurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. <laughs> nice work. Thanks. Taking Nugenics Total Tea makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas, right? Yes. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles? Yes. Nugenics is a great way to feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And as Frank says, she'll like it too. Text ROCK to 369369 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Text ROCK to 369369. That's ROCK to 369369. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 924. It's great to be here in Richmond. Thank you so much for coming out. Campaign 2024 on WTOP with Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley speaking to a crowd in the Virginia Capitol today ahead of Super Tuesday when Virginia and more than a dozen other states hold presidential primaries. She told the crowd she thinks more fresh faces are needed in politics. Her Republican opponent, former President Trump, is making a stop in Richmond for a rally that's Saturday night. The third-party presidential movement No Labels plans to meet next week to discuss its path forward this year. It's deciding whether to help launch an independent candidacy for the White House. So the D.C. area has surpassed California's Bay Area in artificial intelligence-related job listings. The real estate company JLL is telling Arlington now these jobs are a clear sign of how the emerging tech is already impacting Arlington and some of our other neighbors here. The report predicts the region's numerous data centers will have to undergo AI-focused upgrades to meet industry requirements and notes there's already a surge in AI lobbying in response to potential regulations. The D.C. metro area had about 1,100 AI-related postings as of December. That's a notch above California's Bay Area with about 1,000. 925. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. And here's Rob Woodfork. Hope you got a nap in, Wizards fans. We're still about an hour from tip-off in Los Angeles against the Lakers with the Wiz looking to avoid a 13th straight loss that would not only keep them winless in the month of February, but make them the first NBA team to reach 50 losses this season. On the other sideline, a monster game from LeBron James could vault him into uncharted territory. King James is already the NBA's all-time leading scorer, but with 40 more points, he'll be the first to reach 40,000 in his career. And with the Lakers playing the second game of a back-to-back, LeBron's coming off that Herculean effort in which he outscored the Clippers by himself in the fourth quarter. I'd be mildly surprised if the milestone happens tonight against the Wizards, but they're the Wizards, so it could happen.